Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of People with Problems, the podcast where I just talk to interesting people and we kind of see where it goes. And today I am blessed to talk to a friend, probably one of the oldest friends I've had because I think we go back to like 2005 or 2006. His name is Lucas. You want to say what's up? What's up? How you doing, my good man? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. I feel like you're doing good. I feel like... Um, when I think of all my friends, I'm like, man, Lucas is in a very nice spot in his life. I mean, no one's ever, I guess, perfect, like, or in the best, or Definitely. in the spot they want to be. You can always do better. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, there's a lot going on for you, man. You want to, for the people who may not know you, if you want to, you know, talk to them about you know, what's going on. Well, right now, I'm kind of just doing, you know, I guess living the dream, I guess you could say. I'm working, I've got my, uh. First, oh, we'll call it my first apartment. The first one that counts, anyways. Uh, with my girlfriend, and just sort of doing, doing our thing. Yeah, that, that's a big step because you moved in with your your girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and and I and that's a awesome. I I remember um, when you told me how you guys met. Oh boy. How, <laughs> how interesting that story is. If you want to enlighten everybody. All right, so basically, to kind of simplify it, my mom was... Don't simplify it, right. you know what I my mean? My mom's crazy. Uh, that's Anybody who knows me well knows that she's nuts. Uh, she was actually in a... Uh, beha- it's called a beha- behavior- El Paso Behavioral Health. Uh, basically a men- mental hospital, or what passes for one nowadays. It's not like you'll insane asylums like you see on movies, but it is a hospital. Um, she was in there. So she was suffering from, like, obviously yeah, some mental she illness. Had, some, had, had a couple of rough days, uh-huh. Um... And she actually met the girl I'm with now in that hospital. And not as, like, a somebody who was working there. She was a patient there as well. <laughs> um, so basically what had happened is the girl I'm with now, her name's Melissa. She goes by Mel. Uh, had a, basically a panic attack at Walmart. And they didn't really have any idea how to handle that. Other than they called the ambulance. And the ambulance took her to the behavioral health center. <laughs> And that's how they she met my mom. I wonder how that that conversation goes, where it's like, you know, I got a son, you know, and so from he's the, single. The way my mom tells it is that uh, Melissa Mel would talk about things that she liked. You know, she's into anime, manga, video games. Well, and all every time she would say stuff like that, talk about that kind of stuff. I guess it reminded her of me because I'm into a lot of the same stuff. Uh, so I guess she kind of just felt that we were similar and figured. It kind of just started as be cool to meet somebody else, have more friends. There's nothing wrong with meeting more people, um, and that was kind of where it started. Uh, we just ended up spending more and more time together, and a few months later, after meeting, we ended up actually dating, and we've been together for almost two years now. Damn, you know it's funny because I remember when uh, you were telling me you were talking to this girl. It was two years ago. Seems because of like how much uh, I guess like time has passed since that I, I i can't really remember when you, you told me you guys started talking to her but i do remember it was like around pokemon go like we we're still playing pokemon go i mm-hmm. think or i was still into it but you for sure weren't no um but i do remember like you saying like yeah i'm talking to this girl and i'm like let me see a picture of her and you showed me and i was like okay lucas okay and i was i thought she was like really cute for you and i was like hopefully and i i didn't know where it was gonna go i also didn't know like how much uh i never thought you guys were gonna move in with each other those are like super serious things but i do remember like 
saying like, oh, we should go play Pokemon Go and you weren't down. Like, I remember you'd always be like, ah, I'm just not into it like that. And then like you start dating this girl and months later you're like, I'm at UTEP playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I remember you giving me shit for that. Uh, I've been trying for two years to get you to play this damn game. I mean, it's just, it's all good. I mean, Pokemon is something we've always connected with since we were in when did we meet sixth grade basically sixth grade, yep yeah and so it's one of those deep bonds we have because i mean whenever a new pokemon game is gonna drop we're always like dude are you ready are you gonna get it you're gonna get it What's yeah your team gonna be? What's your i remember i remember when let's go eevee was coming out and all that and i'm like dude and you, you were kind of like we're, we were all in financial tough spots at one point in our lives and i remember you're like oh i don't think i could do it and i'm like i got you bro like you just pay me when you can and you beat that game so fast. I still haven't beaten it. <laughs> really? No, man. I'm I'm bad at finishing games. Yeah. I have I guess I have commitment issues with video games now, because I, I I just can't sit down and continue to play them like the way I used to. Uh, even if I really like it, like even the like the new Pokemon game <laughs> is like it's cool, but I just I try and sit like even like during the lockdown, like I have all this time to play it and i just can't do it but i mean i can't do a lot of things right now <laughs> like i can't sit down and watch a tv show i can barely sit down and watch a movie i'm so caught up in in my head and the uncertainty of life that it's just it's like giving me a bit of anxiety and stuff which i know is something you've always struggled with mm -hmm. and something i didn't really understand like i never could understand what having anxiety every day was really like until recently I think a lot of people see it, see it when they hear anxiety and they just think you're nervous uh, and it's so much more than that it's not just being a little nervous it's your whole body you feel it like you feel it in your chest that's where i feel it man it's, i feel it in my chest you, know, you feel like it's kind of like that thought of did i forget something but magnified by like a thousand and there's no you can't just say oh that's what i forgot it's just everything everything is going wrong and it's there's not really one quick thing you can do to fix it you can try to kind of keep your mind off of it, but it can be difficult. Yeah, and that's something I've been struggling with. I've been trying to you know, do little things here and there to kind of, I guess, manage it. Uh, and I keep thinking like, oh, you know, when things go back to normal, I'll be okay. But that's not the good approach to take because it's like, like I should be okay. Like, I should work on being okay regardless of the situation and the circumstances. You have to learn to be okay. And so I'm just learning a lot about myself. I know uh, for you, lockdown's kind of been uh, the day in the life of. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when I, you know, the first couple of weeks thinking about it, and it's when everything is supposed to be shut down and nothing really changes on your day-to-day -day activities, you realize how little you actually get out and go do stuff. <laughs> I mean, nothing. the first couple of weeks, nothing changed. I mean, I still went and saw my girlfriend. I still went to work. My work never slowed down. Um, I actually took a vacation. My first day of vacation was when everything here in El Paso locked down. Really? Yeah, so everything was still kind of open. We got in our, got to our hotel, and then nothing was open. Wow. Was like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I guess, kind of... A lot of people's <laughs> situations got kind of <clears throat> plans, ideas, all that good stuff, man. But it's, it, I don't know, I guess like, I feel like you're handling this pretty well. But I mean, it's also nice because you and Mel have, you know, you guys got your own place now. You guys have taken like another big step into, I don't know, man. I really don't see you guys ever leaving each other. Um, I don't 
and which is interesting because I could I could say that's not true for most of my friends who are relationships like I think there's always a possibility uh, but I feel like you guys like really vibe with each other and it's and it's I don't know it's just very interesting uh, and it makes me very happy for you I know I remember when we were when you because uh you lived in Lawton mm-hmm. where was it I don't remember that's where it been, was but so... but you dated this one girl oh, I remember you... <laughs> oh boy so I, I won't just for uh, I guess courtesy sake, I won't mention her name. Yeah, don't but, use uh, the name. <laughs> I met this girl in, right out of high school, and young, dumb, and also didn't realize how crazy she was. You know, talking to the walls, crazy. I mean, I'm talking like. I mean, like, like. So she deals with mental illness. Yeah, yes, extreme, okay. unmedicated mental illness, uh, and at 18, with my first job, making minimum wage at walmart i just was not emotionally mentally capable or prepared to handle that at all so what happened (laughs) Um, basically things happened it culminated in me packing my stuff up whatever i could carry into the back of my truck and driving up to my parents in minnesota oh because you lived in did you live by yourself so yeah we had our own apartment that's why i say this is my first official apartment because that only lasted at the First place I ever had with this other girl only lasted about a month and a half. Okay. So, and our whole relationship was maybe only three months. Really? Yeah. But that was a strong impact on you because I remember she, I remember you telling me she did a lot of mean things to you. Yeah. It was, it was an abusive relationship and, and maybe not physically or anything because I'm a, kind of a big person. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, abuse in comes place. in many ways and but emotional yeah, abuse. You know, it was... Like I said, I just wasn't ready for... I wasn't really ready for a relationship, I think, period. Mm-hmm. But... Like, what kind of stuff would you guys go through? Like... I mean, she would tell me, like, I could go hang out with my friends. And then 10 minutes later, I've got 100 calls and texts and... Oh, okay. Know, so and, she had that, like, yeah, anxious attachment. Anxious, controlling. Um, and we were... Like I said, we were both really young. I think... I wasn't exactly the best person either. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm we never person. are when we yeah. le- when in the moment we think we are, and then when you know, the whole situation ends, you're like. So I'm sure I'm not blame I'm not blameless in the situation, but I could have. Ha- I think it would have been better to wait. I don't think I had any business being in a relationship at the time, and a lot of stuff was going on, so it just it fell apart violently. Um, violently, and not not physically, violent, but it was just. I thought I. Long story short, I found her in a bed with another guy. In my bed, in an apartment that we owned. So I said, fuck it, I'm done. Excuse yeah. my language, but... That's okay. I booked it. Uh, that that was the end of that Like, one. you walked in on them? Like, yes. Like... In my bed. They I, Post activities, but there was another man in my bed. <laughs> Dang, that is, like, so, a... How did you react? Like, what was the response? Like... It was... Uh, so angry i was calm like you didn't go in like who is this guy in my bed or like did you were you i because i feel like you're not a very confrontational person so you wouldn't be like ready to fight or anything like that but my i think the first thought in my head was i want to hurt somebody but i was just i was so angry and so upset that it was just like you know i'm done i'm just gonna remove myself from the situation i'm gonna pack my stuff and i'm just gonna go and then you went to Minnesota. What other? What other? Did you date someone else after that? I I, I went with, I was with two different girls in Minnesota. One, she was 
I don't know. I, that was just a weird situation. Uh, she left another guy for me and then left me for another guy. But, mm. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, and that was I think I was I wasn't thinking with my uh, brain. I was thinking a different with different parts of my anatomy at the time. Yeah, you know, everyone does that. <laughs> and I was with another girl. I think with my heart too much. I wasn't thinking with my heart. A little lower than that. Um, <laughs> but then I was with another girl. She was she was real nice, and we had a good relationship. But I think we weren't what the other was looking for in a partner. So it just sort of fell apart, uh, and not not in a bad way or anything. We just sort of called it off. So we were still friends. We still talked. We worked together. We worked at the same place. Um, and there was no bad blood with that one. Um, we just, we weren't right for each other. And then I was single for four years, five years. Four or five years. Yep. Beautiful. And then I met Mel. And you and Mel vibe, man. Yeah. You guys are, are really, really, really doing well, I think. Yeah, we've been, we've been together, like I said, we've been together for almost two years. Um, we like a lot of the same things, which I think really helps. But we're not, like, so similar that it's weird. Because we, we both like anime. But I like, you know, your more shonen type stuff. Yeah, you like know? Dragon Ball Z, yeah, Naruto. Violence, the basic know. stuff. The stuff yeah. everyone knows. But even even when I get into some of the more obscure stuff, I still prefer the, the violence and the, you know, uh, fantasy. Yeah. And sword fighting and guns. And where she prefers romance, drama. Uh, she likes horror stuff. I don't like I don't like psychological horror stuff at all. I have no interest in it. Interesting. So we kind of. She sounds like like I have students who are like, like, that are like anime like weeaboos and like they're on the spectrum of like you like shonen manga, and then they're like I have the the girls who are like into like the Off the deep end. Yeah, and I'm just like they're like yeah this is a new shojo about, and they're like saying the names and I'm like man that's cr- so interesting. I don't know if I could. I'm sure that they tell good stories. Um. I don't know if it's for me, <laughs> but, but I mean, I guess that, so you guys do share a lot of common interests and stuff like that. And she's really sweet too. Cause I've mm-hmm. gotten pretty good. You guys came to watch my show. You guys came to watch the Christmas show, mm-hmm. which meant a lot. And you saw my one act play yes, too. It's really good. I really appreciate that, man. You've always been one of the friends who, who could always, who supported me. If they had the time. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I feel bad I wasn't able to make it to a few more of them, but hopefully when once school starts and you start doing more, it's, it's nice yeah, if we can even do them. Yeah, but yeah, with everything going on, <laughs> we'll find out. Event eventually, um, it's hard to remember this, like especially because every day feels like. Sometimes for me, it feels like, like Groundhog Day or something. Is that the right movie where he <laughs> like lives the same yeah. day every day? Um, but it's kind of like or Edge of Tomorrow for your. Oh, your friends here. <laughs> yeah, the nerdier. I don't. I don't think anybody's seen that movie. Like very few people. So say Groundhog Day is kind of old, but it's classic. Yeah, yes. it's a classic. That's, that's very true. Uh, but you know, like one day things will get better, and like things will go back to normal. Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe the murder hornets are gonna get us all. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, dude, there's this mosquito virus. <laughs> like, you, oh, there's also the, the a wasting disease in deer. That they're worried is gonna start jumping to people. Oh my god! Yeah, if you look it up, it's like the zombie deer disease or something. The zombie like that. deer. Well, like there's a actual in the northwest. There's like this mosquito virus that like kills forty percent of the people it infects. Oh, oh and, fuck! And like if you know anything about like malaria, like yeah, that's just terrifying. <laughs> but for now, you know it's it's COVID nineteen and and all that other stuff, and but like 
going back to the big pictures, like one day, like hopefully things will be normal, mm-hmm. you know. And I guess until those things become normal, we will just can't play it by ear. Yeah, basically. But you know, I remember us growing up as kids, and I remember going to your house a lot with your mom and your dad, <laughs> and I, I, you know, it, it. I was very fortunate to grow up in like a very structured place in the sense like my mom always showed me love and I don't think I ever experienced turmoil with her um and I know for you it was a little different right <laughs> just a bit I know she had um she was an alcoholic my mom was an alcoholic uh, has been for I don't know 15 years something like that that's a long time yes. and I know you have some you've dealt with a lot of those like <laughs> trauma things there, there has been I love my mom to the end of the world and back. Um, but yes, there's been lots of issues. I mean, having to go find out where your mom is because she's somewhere in town drunk. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, or, okay, mom's walking through the living room with no clothes on. Whoa. That's not fun. Um, you know, and like I said, it's alcoholism is a mental illness, so it, it is a, a sickness. But yeah, it, it does cause problems. It causes strife, and it's, and it's been it's been interesting growing up. Yeah, and, and I mean, I guess it's kind of in one way or another shaped who you are in some way. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I mean, like, every action we see, everything we experience. Well, like up, our subconscious takes everything yes. in, you know. So, so everything we experience makes up who we are. But I would say it's probably a big one of the big like I'm sure there's key events throughout our lives that kind of focus. Or construct the majority of our personality. Mm. And I'm sure that's had a big impact. Maybe even more so than I know or admit <laughs> to yeah, myself de- or anyone else. What is, what do you, uh, what's an event for you? What do you think would be one of those events? One that, of those big events. That, um, cause that's a powerful thing to say. Especially during these times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like To narrow them down to just a few things. Big memories that stick out in my mind. Um. The first time hugging my dad as he got deployed for the first time in 2003 uh, to Iraq. Uh, uh-huh. My dad was in the Army for 15, almost 16 years. And that kind of not having my... My dad was deployed for, I think, a total of all the deployments just under three years. So for having him always be there to suddenly not being there for an extended period of time, I think that kind of changes the way... I, you know, a little bit kind of changes who I am. Um but to just to really, I would have to really sit there and think about, you know, everything in my life. You know, one of the biggest events that I think makes me who I am is the passing of my grandmother. I remember when that, that happened. Was, my grandparents helped raise me and my sister. Um, I remember I was, going to your grandparents' house. We used to go there and very, play very video games my and eat pizza rolls. Um, and my grandmother passed away right before my junior year of high school. Was that long ago? Was that long ago. 2011, 2010, something like that? beginning end of 2010 um and that was that was tough and that was my first real experience of loss never lost a close family member before that and that was almost like losing a parent you know it, it was hard um and that led to some other things down the line i think it just kind of helped me it, it showed me how to deal with more feelings more emotions 
because you can't really know how to deal with an emotion until you experience it. Yeah, and to deal with it, you know, in some kind of way that's hopefully help- healthy. I mean, I don't know if that's always possible. Um, I mean, we all have our coping mechanisms, and you know, healthy versus not healthy. Yeah, I guess you could make a debate for that. A lot of mine are I eat and I play video games. It's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm sad or if I'm, re- if I'm especially if I'm really depressed, I want to go play games. Well. Eating a bunch of food and playing video games isn't exactly the healthiest thing on the planet, but I'm not out binge drinking or doing heroin. So I could make the argument that I have fairly healthy coping mechanisms. Whereas somebody's coping mechanism is, you know, I gotta go for a four mile run every morning. You know, I had a, a very wise friend. Um, she slapped me in the face with reality one time uh, because she told me, she, she was, she told me how. I never realized, like, I coped. The way I coped with a lot of things was, like, I kind of blew it off. I was, like, avoidant. And, you know, where she kind of, she dealt with things in a more, I guess, like, in a, she she, she was more anxious and emotional. And, and you know, the way she dealt with things, it was just different. And I remember her telling me, like, it, it goes back to you saying, like, what's healthy is debatable. Because I remember her telling me, she looked, she was like, she was like, you know, you deal with the same, you have the same things as we, as me. The only difference is that we live in a society where people think the way you handle things is the right way. And I'll never forget that because that was like one of the most enlightening and truthful things someone's ever told me. And it's so true. Um, what is healthy and what is not, I guess, sometimes doesn't matter so much as like, like what gets you through it, yep. you know, um, I mean, I'm not saying, like, go do drugs. And, I, I, I think it's kind of a balancing act of, you know, do what you have to do to get to help yourself get through something, but don't let it consume you. You know, because say if, if say your, your normal way of dealing with stress is you go exercise. Well, if you're one of those people who end up, and you hear about them sometimes where they exercise themselves to the point of death. Yeah. It's not good. You know, I think it's, you have to, you have to do it, otherwise... Just sitting there and stewing and thinking about bad things is not going to put you in a good mental state either. So it's just kind of... Your action is your action, finding basically. Finding your happy middle ground. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess, what all of us are trying to do. Ba- yeah. Balance on keep... the beam and find that middle ground. Literally. That's, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's life. It's trying to do everything. And some people are balanced in ten different things. Some people are only balanced in three. And there's no, you know, nobody's better than anybody else for balancing more or less or anything else. All we gotta do is try to keep ourselves on that path and do what we can to keep those close to us balanced too. Yeah, man, you're preaching the facts, <laughs> <laughs> wisdom, dropping some wisdom here. You know, we used to do a lot of dumb shit when we were little. Oh boy, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, we've done I, more than one stupid thing, especially as kids. I mean, we're kids, so I guess you can make some excuses. Yeah, that, so some of those things though are a little cringy. <laughs> They're super cringy. We probably should have been in more trouble than we got in. We probably should have gotten our asses beat once or twice. You know what? I'll tell you one thing. Um, there's a lot of things that I did that I'm very fortunate I never got in trouble for. Because mm-hmm. it probably, if it got out there, I would probably not be allowed to be a teacher and stuff like that. Um, oh. So for my students who are going to inevitably find this <laughs> because that's what they do, um, I am not perfect no, and that no, is nobody okay. Is, nobody is. Uh, you know. But 
I, I remember I remember when we used to hang out with um when well I remember we used to play football well you played football and then I played football and then we we would hang out with Furman and Manny and Boy. they would just bully the shit out of us yeah and they would just <laughs> and they would we would all go on the trampoline and they would just whoop our ass and there was like nothing we could do because they're just bigger and stronger mm-hmm. than us or I remember a bunch of crazy. Oh, yeah, like getting stuck on the roof. <laughs> yeah, when you had an anxiety attack trying to get down on the roof because yeah. you're scared of heights, which I don't blame you. I'm scared of heights, too. Uh, but who knows? Like, um, I'm sure that didn't help my fear of heights. <laughs> yeah, it definitely didn't, and, it, and they were all laughing at you. Man, we uh, we went through some bullying for sure. Uh, <laughs> now that I kind of look back on it. Uh, but it, I feel like it's all good times now for me. Like it, it, it was never like a man. My life is messed up because I was bullied too hard. Yeah, I mean, I, we, we, I was picked on a bit in school, but you were so smart, dude. You were ridiculously smart and and so good at math. I was, I was a nerd to like the highest degree, except for the fact that I never did my schoolwork. Yeah, so I was really, really smart. I was, you know, one of the people that everybody was like, oh, you know. The teacher asked a hard question. Let's all look at let's all look at Lucas and see what he says. Too smart for your own good. Yeah, but I never did my work. <laughs> that, it, that's how it is, though, honestly, because I remember. Uh, well, I was I'm very average, average IQ, very, 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 very average at almost everything. I'm actually the average height of a woman, too. For so, so even though I'm short for an average man, I'm an average woman. Right, which got which has to count for something, uh, but I remember just like being like, "Dang, like this guy is so smart." Especially when it came to reading and writing, and math and science. Well, like everything, dude. I guess you're just good at everything. <laughs> you couldn't do his my handwriting. Yeah, your handwriting is still. Well, I mean, if you try, it's not that bad. But it, it it is what it is. I remember that time you. It was like the ultimate underdog story. Oh God. With um with with uh Walter where like you guys like Walter was like the really popular guy and you're like the nerd that nobody was rooting for. Was that that was like was that a Mountain View? That was in middle school, man. That was in middle school because I think it was like eighth grade. It was like the yeah. last couple weeks of school. Yeah, yeah, and there was like this crazy ultimate obstacle course. Walter's like the handsome young man that everybody's rooting for, yeah. and then you have like your little group of dweebs that are like, "Come on, Lucas!" And somehow, some way, you beat them. And it was like you stood up for all the dweebs. Yeah. Every dog a, has its it was day. A victory for the nerds that day. Yo, was, you you killed it too, because I remember you had to do like a, I don't even remember what, but I remember you had to like spin on the dizzy bat thing, and then it was like shoot a basket, and then it was like fish something out of pudding or something like that. Um, and I think the only thing that saved me is Walter wiped out after the dizzy bat thing and was just sitting on the floor for like a minute. <laughs> Otherwise, because he caught back up to me. But those few seconds of him on the floor is the only reason I won. That's like your, the peak of your peak, right? Yeah, it was, like, it was like, like, <laughs> said, everything's downhill from there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I beat Walter in eighth grade in a obstacle course. You can just kill me now. I'm good. Now I'm in an apartment with a girl I love, and I am thoroughly enjoying my time away from work at least. Yeah, my one day off. And you love animals too. Yes. Oh, those... you haven't seen my new one. I have not seen your new one. Hopefully... Gotta... Hopefully, uh, when it's safe, you can... Well, you can send me a picture of it, I guess. But, I don't know, yeah, like snakes and lizards. You're, you're one of those people. Yep. Yeah. You're going to have a python one day. 
I'm gonna get an anaconda. That's the goal. I so love I green anaconda. Anacondas are so cool. I like the movie where they kill all the people. <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt they're that vicious, but they are what they are. But yeah, man, I think we're gonna wrap it up right here. Um, I really appreciate you taking this time to just come and talk with me. Hopefully, people find this entertaining. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say to the the you know two or three people that may listen to this? <laughs> anybody who listens to this you gotta find more people and have more people listen to it martin oh over here deserves spread to, the word yeah martin over here deserves to get some recognition he's a you hard know, worker he says he's average but you know i think it comes down to the fact that if you're willing to put in the hard work you can do whatever you want my boy here is probably one of the best examples of that so well i, I appreciate those nice words man uh but yeah well Thank you guys for tuning in to People with Problems. If you guys have, if you guys want to be on the podcast, talk to me. I mean, we could set something up. I find so much enlightenment from listening to people talk, and it would be nice to hear new perspectives and other people. So, thank you guys. Hope you're all having a beautiful day, a beautiful time. And if you're feeling kind of bad, uh, just remember feelings are temporary, and that hopefully you can get a grip on everything. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't do drugs. Uh, yeah, to my students, uh, do your work. And all that other good stuff. Because I know some of y'all are going to listen to this. But have a nice day guys. Bye bye.